My name is Ian Campbell McKenna, and in this procurement in five minutes, I promise to tackle some of the biggest challenges and also answer the questions that our profession and our industry face on a day-to-day basis. In today's Procurement in 5 Minutes, I welcome Procurement Systems expert and self-confessed supplier enablement junkie, Joel Collendemers. Having previously held senior positions with IBM's Global Business Services Unit and in his current role as Consulting Principal at Pure Procurement, Joel Collendemers is well positioned to answer the question, do the differences between purchasing and procurement really matter? Thanks for having me on the show, Ian. I really appreciate it. You know, it's such an interesting question because it seems so simple, but it has so much hidden behind it. I've heard purchasing and procurement used synonymously more times than I can count. And although the terms are from the same realm, they refer to similar concept. There's an interesting nuance there that I think is important for functional discussions within your organization. You know, the Chartered Institute of Procurement and Supply Chain, or SIPS, changed the P in the acronym for purchasing to procurement in 2014. So when you see an organization of that importance, investing the time necessary to do that change, it drives the point home that it's important. So first off, let's start by defining the terms, right? I think procurement for me is a complete set of strategic, tactical, and operational processes that companies use to optimize supply outcomes for needed external goods and services. This includes spend analytics and sourcing, negotiation and contract management, operational purchasing, such as procure to pay, accounts payable, vendor data and performance management, and all the other supporting activities like recruitment that you need to run a procurement function. Purchasing, for me, on the other hand, is more a reactive, transactional set of processes that start with a requisition and finish with an invoice payment to a supplier. So this can include all the different variations of that, stock purchasing, stuff that goes into inventory, non-stock purchases, things that are put into expense accounts or cost centers directly as you receive them, as subcontracting processes, consignment processes. These are all different variations of purchasing. So essentially, you can purchase without procuring, although I would argue that you shouldn't, but the opposite is not possible, right? You can't procure without purchasing. There's also a bunch of other terms that come into play in this realm called procure to pay, which I referenced earlier, source to pay, which is a bit wider than that. It's important to define those terms within your organization so that you're all speaking a common language and getting that out of the way so that you can focus on the higher value discussions. To help further illustrate the distinction, I could use the SIPS definition where they say the procurement aims to provide the following benefits to the business. Security of supply, lower costs, reduced risk, improved quality, greater added value, increased efficiency and innovation. So those are all things that if you're simply cutting a purchase order, you're not working on. In contrast, purchasing, just to nail the point home again, is simply aims to get you the right goods or services at the right place at the right time at a reasonable price, right? So procurement to me is much wider than purchasing. Now, why does this matter, right? Like, why are we getting bogged down in the terms? Well, for, for one, if your company has a purchasing function or a purchasing department instead of a procurement function or a procurement department, then it says a lot about the relative importance attributed to the function within your organization. This has an effect on employee morale, potential hires, the suppliers, the industry perceptions of your procurement maturity level. And for getting bogged down in definitions, it's critical to have a clear and effective corporate procurement policy. And so to be able to have that policy be effective, the terms in there need to be very clear and understood by everyone who is having to partake in that policy and upholding the policy and the the standards that policy promotes. 
I think it's very important to make that distinction within your organization simply to help elevate procurement to another level, whether that be internally or also for external perceptions of the function within the market and the industry that you play in. Great insights from another one of our thought leaders. Be sure to share the link far and wide. And of course, I look forward to our next five minutes together. Bye for now and have a great and a productive day.